This message comes from NPR sponsor, Virginia 529. Learn about saving for your child's future. Get education savings answers through live webinars and Virginia 529's on-demand video library. Get details and register at virginia529.com. Final night. This is it? Yeah. This is it. I'm never going to have to see you people again. (laughs) (laughs) I destroyed my instruments. Actually, it was Deer Tick who destroyed their instruments in their Nirvana tribute show. Oh, Deer Vana? Deer Deer Vana. It was pretty awesome. You know, they end the night smashing their uh, They guitars. totally smashed their instruments. People stage dived. There were fights. There were like, fists <laughs> yeah. there. I was transported. I got a note from someone because uh, like I was heading over there. They house. said, I left. There were fist fights. It was there crazy. were fist fights at Deervana? It was fully 90s. I was wow. feeling it. Was was the 90s a big fist fight decade? In I, Seattle I, it was. Okay, I guess I did, I did not get in enough fist, <laughs> fist fights. But you were I actually, not truly grunge. Actually, uh, Deer Tick's uh, publicist was trying to lure me away from Hanson. <laughs> In Another order, version of the '90s. In order to, in order to see, uh, uh, in order to see Nirvana, and I, I explained to him that I would, I would walk away from the Hanson show, uh, never. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually awesome live. In all seriousness, they were great. I, I really enjoyed. It. I actually felt like seeing Hanson. For some reason, it felt kind of full circle. It restored your faith so, in humanity. There was this, I mean, I don't want to say it restored my faith in humanity because it's a Hanson concert, but <laughs> at the same time, it was very, very nice to be gathered around a bunch of very, very sincere, very, very hardcore, in some cases, very young fans of Hanson. And you would think Hanson's last hit, you know, big, big, big hit would be like 1997. Yeah, yeah. And there were people with X's on their hands signifying that they were under 21 who were going bananas. I found that very inspiring and, and, and enjoy. And, I, you know, I've always liked Hanson. I like Hanson's new record. Yeah. And, no, uh, dear idiots, <laughs> seriously, you're talking about Hanson. Yes. Did you guys see anything as possibly as good as Hanson tonight? I don't want to overstate the Bright Eyes concert, but I would call it the pinnacle of Western civilization. Yeah. <laughs> At least as it pertains to you. If, yeah, uh, I definitely reached Nirvana, seeing the, my own Nirvana, <laughs> seeing, uh, seeing the Bright Eyes show tonight. Man, the whole band was amazing, and um, I don't even know what to say about it. I would put it in the top five shows I've ever seen in my life, and wow. it ended with fireworks. And, now, how many uh, shows have you seen in your life? Like eight? <laughs> yeah. Wait, uh, literal I, I've, fireworks or just inside no, actually, of you? There were literal fireworks exploding wow. over the stage. He, he ended with the last track on the new album, The People's Key, um, One For You, One For Me, which is just the most beautiful song. Uh, I cried listening to it and watching the fireworks and the whole yeah. the whole point you know the whole message of the song and much of the album is just that life is this is just this big wonderful strange mystery and let's just love each other and be creative and enjoy life and Wow, and, and, and you and you and, and you got and behind and you got behind that because I was thinking you were going for like well you the know, message of the song is that life is a hollow charade. That was pretty different than the message of the Odd Future Show. That's all. I was <laughs> Usually, what happens in Austin stays in Austin. And, yeah, you have you yeah. have now cops but, too. But, well, but, but, and then but, I, afterwards I wrote, now, the, uh, I, I wrote a note to the I wrote a note to the group afterwards saying yeah. how much I enjoy working with all of you, and then clarified that this would be the last earnest moment from me <laughs> until this time next year. Please forget what I'm about to say. I admire and respect you on a professional and personal level. <laughs> but that the Bright Eyes show, really, that I was just so deeply, deeply moved and uplifted and 
Uh, we, I think uplifted is just continually. It has the been theme the theme of yeah. this week. And you don't necessarily think of today on the blog. Optimism is a theme. Well, of one of the themes. And so you don't I, necessarily think of Bright Eyes as an incredibly optimistic band. You, you think of them as sort of a tortured. Well, here's the thing, and my yeah, but they were have, but they were great. My cats and I were talking about that very thing, and this is a guy who's grown up. He's now at peace with things that maybe used to torture him in some way. And right. he's, he's found this beautiful way of looking at the world. I really hear it in the music, and it really moves me. And, and uh, because of a bunch of other stu- work stuff that came up, uh, that ended up being my last show uh, for South by Southwest. And I guess it's appropriate that I would put it in one of my top five of all time. That's a so great to way to... It's to, always to great end to end the festival, festival on something on yeah. amazing. Yeah. I, I ended my, the festival for me in a, a couple of different fire traps. I mean, I, there were places <laughs> that were so crowded. <laughs> but you went and see cults, right? I, I tried to see cults and I, I couldn't, couldn't get, get in. in. Um, I guess I should have looked at my email and RSVP'd a couple of those. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. but, but I went to see... The last, very last thing I went to see was P. Lander Z. Oh, nice. And, and, That's a good way to end. And, well, but I, but I couldn't... Literally, I was at the door. I got there 10 minutes late, and I was at the door. The stairs were bowing in such a way that looked like fright, absolutely frightening. And this woman who was staring at the stairs was trying to tell people, this is like, this is really scary. Do you really want to die at a P-Landers? Right. So what I did was, I've been shooting one-minute videos of everything, and I did manage to shoot one-minute video of every single thing I did. And I'll get them up online over the course of the week because I couldn't edit them and do that. Yeah. And I saw some guy like, as far arms distance away as I could and I said could you take a one minute video for me before so I, I die so I avenge saw, my death <laughs> so I saw P. Lander Z by proxy I'll watch it when I get back to the hotel room. I mean I could hear it but I couldn't see it I started my day completely opposite that I was um, lucky enough to get invited to a, a small concert in uh, a bed in at the Driscoll in a bed in is Yoko there room. Um, was this your own room and were you the only one there? (laughs) It was just you you and your iPod. Um, Jenny O. Jenny O, Holcomb Waller, and uh, Alessi's Ark played a tiny concert, a tiny tiny bed concert for just a few people in their hotel room. Well, Well, it's lovely. They sat on the bed. Uh, You know, a friend told me about it and it was just... Holcomb Waller's record Did you have to wear your pajamas? lovely. (laughs) No, but actually I have pictures of people in socks. (laughs) There was a just some, socks. Just socks. Some, <laughs> like Red Hot Chili Peppers. It was very 60s. No, 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 no. They were fully clothed, but no shoes. So, okay. And it was quite lovely to be that close. And, and I have to say, I, Jenny O was one of my initial um, picks when I talked about South by Southwest for Morning Edition, and I stick by it. She was even better um, playing her songs live, even in that very spare setting, than I thought she would be. So she's one to watch, I think. So... We did not only the Bright Eyes concert, but the four opening acts. All of that is on the site. The, the, they were Fleece Brothers, Middle Brother, <laughs> Brother Brother, uh, Man Man, boy, and boy and the Men. If it wasn't a brother, men it was and, a man. Men and the Boys. Uh, yeah, so, so right, Man Man and Kurt Vile, um, who had his, who had his He's good, but his, but a bunch, yeah, his, all of his, all of his pedals were stolen. Like the, Kurt Vile's pedals were stolen the night before. But I thought that so they had to find a new way to do a set. Basically. Which you know, I think basically it entailed stripping his songs down to their core elements, and I thought that worked really well. Uh, after it was over. Uh, two things that I was in, that I most wanted to see at the festival, I saw back to back, loved them both. Uh, the Calm Blue Sea, uh, which is sort of a like a like a kind of a Godspeed you Black Emperor, explosions in the sky, kind of big booming, chiming, ba- bashing 
mostly instrumental rock band. They were so great. <laughs> and I watched their I watched their entire set, mostly wordless, awesome. and just sat there sort of sort of teetering in awe. Uh, yeah, swaying and awe. We'll put it that way. And uh, absolutely love them. Ba- like I said, band from Austin. Uh, they they recently got back together after putting out a self titled record and breaking up. And and so they're I guess they're back. I thought they were great. And then saw Fang Island. They which, were fun. And Bob Bob saw them earlier today. Spent half their set waiting outside trying to get in because they had been booked into a venue that was too small for them. Just, just big, ridiculous, very kind of Andrew WK esque party rock as we've discussed on this show. And they started. Uh, I don't know if they did they do this when when you saw them. They started their show off with, "All right, everybody, take one step forward. All right, everybody, high five, high five the person next to you." you know, That's it, yeah. It felt like That's it was going to be one of those. They're all about high. They're again. all about high fiving and uh, bless their hearts. And, I, I really and very fast, it. intense. Uh, yeah, fast, intense. Right. A lo- like a lot of sort of big instrumental buildups, and it was just a uh, just a blast. I saw Colorado. Do you know oh, Colorado? Sure. Colorado, they, they, yeah. were, they were fun. They did uh, a, a cover of um, Surfer Bird, which is <laughs> oh, just nice. tremendous. What is Colorado like? Uh, fast and uh, and mildly out of control. Uh, Ramones-esque. And uh, a little more comedy, even, than the Ramones. My wow. party band of the night was Santa Cecilia, this Los Angeles band that has this really amazing front woman and mariachi elements mixed with rock and... They, they had the audience of mostly young uh, Latino couples just going crazy, nice. dancing like mad. So that was really a fun little dip uh, into into a real party scene. And then Big Crit performed with Griad, this band that he... Um, apparently they're a San Francisco band who um, was doing covers of Big Crit songs. And so that now they got together oh, and awesome. now they're touring together and they have a woman singer and guitar and keys. And another example of this phenomenon I've seen a lot of at South by of um, hip hop and rock uh, really mixing in interesting yeah. new ways. And that, that I have to say, um, I thought was better than the very short and very insolent odd future set that followed. I get yeah. the charisma, but I thought they needed to go to bed without their supper. So it was a little too, <laughs> little too scolded, bratty for them. me. Yeah, I'm cu- I was curious about odd future, but I missed them all through the festival. So to sum up, I mean celebration. Yeah, that's that's so. the that's the the watchword of the festival. Music that is, I, it's weird for me to be to be happy. <laughs> But but You're a uh, sad dad. I'm a yeah. I, I am. I'm a, I'm a sad dad. It's true. <laughs> Been teaching my children the art of moping. Uh, but uh, but there was a lot of uh, a lot of just wonderful party music of various stripes. And like like we said, even bright eyes ended in fireworks. That's, and I think that was sort of a microcosm of the weekend as a whole. To me, the catchword was more um, experiment or um, you know. Moving into a new phase that I'm not quite sure what shape it's going to take. So I saw much. that twice with uh, when I saw Burdinsky, who was a DJ, loudest, I mean, boomiest, and then finally I, I made six attempts to see Mount Kimby. Yeah, I never I got to see Mount Kimby. I'm not sure it. Mount Kimby exists. Oh, it does. Yeah, <laughs> and I finally got to see Mount Kimby in the most crowded place beyond fire. I mean, you. It was impossible to move. And I had gone through that club four different times to try to get to see it. And, and finally I got a text. And it was sensational, but... But you almost died. <laughs> I almost died, and my ears were blown. I mean, yeah. I really, between that and Burdinsky, I really had it. And my ears are... 
pretty tough. Bob, do you wear Bob? Do you wear earplugs I to this? I cannot wear earplugs. I have custom I just, earplugs. I have tinnitus in my I just don't enjoy loss. music really, when I wear earplugs, and really I've tried everything. Kids, don't listen to Bob Boylan. Yeah, He's Bob totally Boylan. Wrong. Bob what, Boylan what, is a failure. What, who will you lead you astray. <laughs> <laughs> but um, also, I, I did see a woman named Agnes Agnes Obel do a little. Uh, oh, okay. She's a Danish uh, yeah. songwriter, and she was kind of. Beautifully glum. So Stephen, maybe you should check her out. I do like beautifully glum. <laughs> so what's your word of the festival, Robin? It, right it's joy. Uh, no, I would say <laughs> he, says, uh, he says through clenched teeth and tears. <laughs> uh, I really think you know. I've thought a lot about this while while we've been here, and music almost always reflects the times in some way, or is a reaction to whatever's happening happening. Culturally, politically, socially, uh, in our country, and you know, we live in a time where there, there's a lot of reason for kids to be, and you know, teenagers and twenty-somethings to be really upset and angry and depressed. I mean, there's lots to be unhappy about right now. And I thought, you know, for all the music that you would expect to be hearing right now, I just thought it was a really joyful. Just everywhere I went, it's just wow, people are happy. And uh, just celebrating. It's interesting that that Dear Vanna, uh, reviving some music that at the time was seen as really kind of hailing a, a new glumness and, and despair amongst youth, and yet they were utterly joyful, huh. it, yeah. if destructive. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna tear this up at the end. I was gonna say that's actually kind of what I go for in my daily life: is joyful but destructive. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you love Hanson. That's why I love Hanson. That's why I love Hanson. Great work, everybody. Thank, Thank you. This all was of a... the shows will be online. Yep. All the 15, done. 15 concerts plus the video sessions. I haven't counted how many bands I wound up seeing. It wasn't near 100 because we had so much uh, so much real you know, work and real work coverage to do. To do. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll put every one of those online. And, and tell us, and people listening at home, I mean, tell us what... what yeah, the what, ones you saw. If you saw something or if there was something playing here that you think we should have seen, recommend it because we're not done falling in love with music. Never done. Well put. Never mind. <laughs> Peace out. Support for NPR and the following message come from Cigna, dedicated to improving the health, well-being, and peace of mind of those they serve. Cigna, together all the way.